Welcome to episode 95, realm one of our series, This Part, Intimacy and MS. We will be taking you on a journey, a deep, liberating, and exciting journey. Today, we are joined by Kiana Renee. Kiana was the first guest in our first intimacy series back in April. She's a boudoir and portrait photographer, coach, and health advocate, helping women celebrate and heal through creative liberation. Kiana is also a fellow MSer. The following content is intended for a mature audience only. Please be advised that the podcast is meant for entertainment purposes. We do not endorse or promote products. The Myelin and Melanin podcast discusses the life experiences of the hosts and their guests. Each guest that appears consents to sharing their personal story and experience. If you have questions regarding your sexual health, please consult your medical team. Also, the Myelin and Melanin podcast is not a substitute for therapy. We are not providing medical, psychological, or religious advice whatsoever. Should you become pregnant, it's not our fault. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Myelin and Melanin podcast. I'm Dawn. And I'm Dana. We are two Black women sharing our musings on life, MS, and everything in between. You can find us on the web at mylanandmelanin.com, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at mylanmelanin. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're a fan of the podcast, please consider supporting us through our Patreon. Patrons gain exclusive access to bonus content, giveaways, myelin and melanin merchandise, and more. Our Patreon can be found at patreon.com forward slash myelin melanin. We also want to give a special thanks to our music producer, Shah Severe, for providing our podcast music over the past three seasons. Welcome back, Kiana. It is so exciting to jump into this series, starting with you again. So thank you. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Welcome. Um, So we know that you shared um, previously in episode 63. So we encourage our listeners to go back to Kiana's episode and our first um, intimacy series, that part. She was in layer one. Um, But could you just tell us the year that you were diagnosed? It was the fall of 2017. Okay. So she's a newbie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Kiana just had her first Ocrevus infusion. So, yeah. So this yeah. is a, a new journey, yes. I would say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. The baby. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So intimacy. So <laughs> listeners. Gets right in. Yes. Got to dig right in. So <laughs> Kiana was, again, as you mentioned, she started us off in our very first intimacy series in our first episode. And this intimacy series, we're digging in a little bit deeper um, into, you know, what intimacy looks like. But we came across this article and it was actually written in a blog by Mia Mingus um, back in 2011, and it's about access intimacy. 
I had never heard of that or really thought about the topic before, but it's fascinating. And I just want to read a quote from the article. So she says, access intimacy is that elusive, hard to describe feeling when someone else gets your access needs. And I had to sit with that for a minute. Um, yeah, so did I. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask <laughs> you, Tiana, what does that mean to you? Yeah, Tiana. Oh, my gosh. So I, I've been thinking about what access intimacy mm-hmm. means. And for me, I think it, it's just it's just pure intimacy. Like I, um, the way that I live my life is just kind of like I, I yearn for, but almost kind of like, I don't want to say demand, but kind of like mm-hmm. that's that's what it takes to like be in my space and in my life, like that yes. certain type of intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can go into like I made a little list of some things. I don't know mm-hmm. if it it really aligns with like her definition of access mm-hmm. intimacy, but like kind of how it shows up in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so people uh, or someone who like really hears me, like mm-hmm. like they hear me and they remember like the depths of like who I am as a woman and the things mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I might go through uh, living with MS. Um, someone who goes at my pace emotionally and physically, mm-hmm. like to mm-hmm. me to feel rushed, like feels like a, a betrayal. Um, yes. Someone who um, might overhear a conversation and they step in to either stand with, with me or shield me from certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, me being, someone being my arms, my eyes, my back, my legs, if I need them to, like, it's really just like the, the intimate parts of like what it means to be in relationship whether it's family friends romantic like the intertwined things that come with with intimacy I, I have a, a list I could go on and on but mm-hmm. just to touch on some things like those are some of the top things that are really important to me yeah yeah and they're almost things again you know she describes it as that elusive hard to describe feeling and yeah. that is so true because it is almost like an unspoken thing. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't really have to say these things. Yeah, it's right. like my partner, what in whatever type of relationship we are in, family, you know, work, friend, sexual, whatever. Like I shouldn't have to tell you these things. I, I feel like you should just I agree. Get it. I don't know. Yes. It's so hard to explain. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts, Dawn? You know, when I think about intimacy, I think, okay, what is it? I had to like break this down. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, I get the word access. I get the word yeah. intimacy. So let me break down one. I just, that's me being the teacher, the chunking. Mm-hmm. And intimacy to me is like, it's a mutual understanding between me and another party, which is if it's a partner, if it's a family member, if it's a friend, it's like, a mutual vulnerability. Like if I can't be vulnerable with you, then we don't yes. have intimacy. You know yes. what I mean? So having access intimacy attached to, or having access attached to intimacy is like, mm-hmm. it, it encompasses what I'm just, what I'm saying. It's like you, the word access, if you think about the definition, it's like being able to get to that person or that thing, having mm-hmm. access, being open. Mm-hmm. Um, and so am I, access intimacy for me means, am I 
open for in a, let's say let's speak in a sexual situation here mm -hmm. am i open for my partner you know what i mean like to be able mm -hmm. to come in like i'm allowing you this access to my body to my being mm -hmm. to understand my boundaries which we talk about quite a bit mm -hmm. i am allowing you in and i'm allowing you in giving you consent which we will get into that mm -hmm. later too um, I'm trusting that you are going to handle my needs the best way that you know how to, because I'm communicating that with you. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it does. It does. And, you know, there's a level of vulnerability when it comes to this idea of access intimacy, because the reality is that people with ms with disabilities with chronic illnesses we are already in a vulnerable situation and to have a really equitable i guess you could say for lack of a better term relationship or situation with the person to really put out your access needs that's a it's a vulnerable thing to do you know what I'm saying? To really put yourself out there and and be on the same page with somebody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Kiana, you said just before, um, when you were reading your list, somebody who is doing things at the pace that you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about you guys, but like, for example, like, I can't be rushed Right. No. That just doesn't, mm -hmm. like, I can't do that. Like, that doesn't yeah. work for me. And somebody who, like, I feel like, some, you know, talking about access intimacy, like, that's an understanding that all parties involved need to have. Mm -hmm. That that's one of the things that I require. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because, and also intimacy, it just doesn't have to be sexual. None of this. Right. Mm -hmm. Is yeah. and I don't think that that's what we are necessarily refer referring to at the moment, mm -hmm. right? But you know, in terms of not wanting to be rushed, like what you just said, mm -hmm. you don't rush the the in those quieter moments, the sexual moments. You know uh -huh. what I mean? You can't you can't do that. Not with a disability. I I don't know. You can if you if that's your right. <laughs> but I don't want that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just really important for us to create that safe space um, with ourselves, like within ourselves and say, okay, yeah. this, is, this is so important to me and I am going to allow what I want to come into my world. I'm going right. to allow this person. And, and that's a big word, having access. Like if you have access to me, especially in an intimate way, whether it's sexual, non-sexual, whatever, mm -hmm. like you, you're a big deal to me because yeah. not everybody's mm -hmm. going to get that. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that's even with, for example, that's with doctors. Like if yes. you, you're trusting oh. your, your, your healthcare team, you oh have to God. have some sort of intimate relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, and they need to have access to you. But if you go in closed off, not explaining what you need, not being your own advocate, then are you really practicing access intimacy? You're not. Absolutely. 
And I, but I also think it's like a but and thing. Mm-hmm. The doctor, if we're going to be talking about that, because your medical providers absolutely are, you have an intimate relationship with them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they have to be entering in the situation with kind of a, a common understanding. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just some like number 242 on your list. I'm Dana and I was diagnosed in 2004. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I, you have to approach me like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like knowing what my, um, you better have read the notes before our session. At least right exactly (laughs) like and half you know like yeah that's like a prerequisite um yeah I wish more doctors understood this part because that's part of the reason why I fire some doctors Mm -hmm. or why I get closed off or why my blood pressure rises before an appointment because Mm -hmm. I we're they don't understand it's an actual relationship that has to be nurtured and cared for like you have to see me as much as I have to see you like and what I'm saying not not just physically like I need you to really see me and that's Uh that's why a lot of people don't trust you know their doctors they Mm -hmm. they don't even want to go they don't want to take medications that was probably part of the reason why I didn't want to take a medication at first Mm -hmm. like I don't Mm -hmm. trust you I don't trust your opinion you don't see me you don't hear me yes nothing about this relationship that is reciprocal nothing Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And that's a huge part. You got to hear, you have to know yes. that this person on the other end, the receiving end is hearing you because if you don't have that, you're not gaining access period. Yes. Yes. And you know, sometimes it's as simple. I absolutely love it. So at my um, neuros office, so I lately I've been seeing the, one of his um, PAs who I absolutely love her and she ends every session with and this is very basic but meaningful to me what do you need what can I do for you I you that. know I love that you're asking me because everyone doesn't need the same shit you know what I'm saying like exactly. everybody you know not every appointment is the same um so yeah. yes what do you need what can I do for you you know, that that's important. And so if we want to transition this then to like a more sexual, look at me, like just trying to change. (laughs) 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 Um, You know, like, what can I do for you? What do you want out of this situation? Mm. What do you need? What can I make you, what can I do to make you comfortable? And that is something that you really shouldn't. And I, I feel like if I have to tell you to ask me these things, it's not going to work. Listen, you need okay. to know, <laughs> yes. you know, yep. <laughs> like it's, again, it goes back to her, uh, you know, what she wrote about it being that elusive thing, because you should already know that that is like, that's kind of like one of the rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's why I liken this to consent. Like, this is like the framework. And, mm-hmm. you know, in this series, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be getting deep, you know, talking about things like bondage and S&M and things like that, that I feel like if there isn't this sort of level of access intimacy, 
none of that shit is going to work. You know what I'm saying? This is not going to be an enjoyable experience, whatever it is that we're going to do. Like it's one of those kind of basic things. Yeah. I mean, I love everything that you just said, because Mm -hmm. these two quotes from the article goes, it, it just touches on everything that you just said. So I'm going to read the first one mm-hmm. and then we and then read the next one, but mm-hmm. we, can, we can talk about it. But it says access intimacy is not just the action or access or helping someone or of, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the meant of. We have all experienced access that has left us feeling like a burden, violated yeah. or just mm-hmm. plain shitty. Mm-hmm. Many of us have experienced obligatory access where there is no intimacy, just a stoic counting down of the seconds until mm. it is over. Listen. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. All that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And that is not intimacy. No. no. It's no, not. At all. And it's like almost like, you know, as, you know, reading that, it's sort of like I could feel like the dead energy emanating mm-hmm. from that. Because I think, you know, we can talk about that as it relates to, you know, sexual relationships, a medical provider relationship, that kind of like, okay, when is this over? Whatever. I've Mm -hmm. got another patient, another patient in in five minutes. So Mm -hmm. let's wrap this up. Mm -mm. But I love how the PA ends these sessions or Mm -hmm. um, appointments with what can Mm -hmm. I do? Because it, it, it shows that I'm heard that I'm yes, cared yes. for. And yes, if yes. you are in a, a more private, I'll say that again, mm-hmm. a more private sexual moment, you that is what you want from your partner. Right. That is exactly what you want, or partners, whatever, whatever right. floats your boat. Right. But um, you want to know that this person is asking, what are your needs? Mm-hmm. What can I do? Because it, it is a give and take situation. Yeah, actually opening themselves up to hear you and to really feel you and to really see you and that is yes. sexy ass shit yeah, <laughs> that people don't understand and if we're talking about you know in, mm. in our personal lives with our doctors and things like mm-hmm. that that's so empowering like we always talk about um how to advocate for yourself like that's a way for physicians to give people agency and give them a space if they've never mm-hmm. had it before to advocate for themselves yes. it's so Absolutely. powerful <laughs> it's and, and that's yes. that's oh go ahead i'm sorry no, I'm sorry to interrupt you. And you know what? Like, like if we're just even like talking about both a, you know, in a doctor's appointment or like in a sexual encounter, my needs are going to be different every time. This is not yes. the same shit every time. So yeah. when I go to this appointment with my doctor, this appointment, maybe like my bladder is being weird and we're going to need to talk about that. I'm going to need something for that. Okay, that's that. And then if I'm with my partner, hmm, today maybe, I don't know, without getting all, this is what I want to do today. Okay, same thing with the doctor. Next time, maybe my spasticity has been extra. My next sexual, sexual encounter, I want you to tie me up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's different mm-hmm. each time and you have to add, and I shouldn't have to explain to you that we need to have this conversation every time. Right. Right. And it doesn't have to be like a conversation. Okay. What do you want to do today? No, it's just one of those like things that should just naturally occur. 
Yeah. Right. Even if it's just simply, like you said, like asking, like, what is it that you need? Is yeah. there anything that I need to know? That's another way to, to, yes. to ask, you know, is there anything you would like me to know? Yes. Like, or where are you today? Yes. And then you just let people speak. <laughs> like yes. It's, it's, it's really, it's not hard, but I think for some people, it's a little challenging because they've never had to do it before. And then also because they've never had it done for them or with them. So mm-hmm. they don't, they just really don't understand. But if you don't start there, ask somebody, yes. what do you need? How can I support you? Where are you? Like yes. It's just whatever question that gives them space to share and gives themselves agency and, and the space to, I'm writing notes as we're talking uh-huh. to be seen, to be heard and to be held. Yes. All of that, that yeah. to me, I think that sums up my access, uh, intimacy, intimacy, like all of yeah. those things because it is yeah. where everything falls for me. Yes. And for me, it's, I think what it, what it sums up is, uh, it's liberating. We're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And, and knowing that, like you said, I share the same with being heard and being able to communicate. And I need those check-ins. I, I need yeah. my, if, if I want to go back to this doctor and really try, I have a wonderful one. I have, I was telling Dana yesterday, I have an endocrinologist and that's a whole nother story, but due to the Limtrata because of that, blah, blah, blah. So she's the best doctor I've ever had in my entire life. Next to my neurologist, hands down the best. And she does these check-ins with me. And I think that is so important. And when you do take it into another um, direction, if you want to talk about it being in a sexual situation, you, you want to check in. You want to make sure that if this person is going to gain access to me, they are asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. They are communicating with me in a way that I know I will be heard. I know that everything that I desire, like Dana said, I, I'm, I want to be tied up tomorrow. You know right. what I mean? Like they're in preparation for that. Like yep. with these check-ins, like that's so important. And I, I don't know, that's, that's what it's all about for me. And like I said at the beginning, it's like a mutual understanding that I'm being vulnerable with you and that we're, we're being vulnerable with, with one another. Mm-hmm. And that's really what access intimacy is for me. Yeah. I mean, quite frankly, if we're talking about romantic um, and sexual encounters, um, you can find out real quick if someone has the capacity to do any of these things just by the conversation. So oh, it's yeah. like before I even take off my fucking clothes, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I need to know, I need to know, are you capable of asking me these questions? Like, is it something that's in your emotional vocabulary yes. to, um, to, to want to reach out to somebody else on that type of level. You want to feel me and see me uh, vulnerable. You want to know what that's like for me. I love it. it. So it can evolve and build on each other. Like people wonder why they have stale ass sex. (laughs) You're not talking, you're not communicating and you're not building on that intimacy. Like stuff can be bomb when you start, but imagine how it could be if you just ask these simple questions and you really get to hear the deepest parts of someone, especially a woman, because we have so many fucking layers and they're so yes. much, they're so awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. And like, yeah. If, if you have the emotional intelligence, if my leg yeah. slips out of the thigh sling, you know what I mean? Like, do you right. have the emotional intelligence to like handle this situation instead of saying, oh, forget it and making me feel right. bad, you know? Yes. I mean? 
Yeah, no, I need you to catch my leg and then just wrap it around somewhere else. And we that's can right. Keep right. Going. And then keep going. Exactly. Change Listen. Position. Yes. Right. Just like, we'll use that as an opportunity to do something different. Not like, oh, this isn't working. I just right. forget it. Exactly. No, let's, yes. You know, it kind of brings me to uh, this other quote from the article um, that I wanted to read. She says, access intimacy is not charity resentfulness enacted, intimidation, a humiliating trade for survival or an ego boost. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That was exactly what we just said. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Because, no. you know, frankly, like we know MS is some shitty shit and you know, we're not always in control of what happens with our bodies. And somebody who, you know, we'll just talk about being in a a sexual relationship or an intimate situation. Somebody who is on the same level with me as it relates to my access needs knows that and is cool with just going with the flow, no matter what happens. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not making me feel some kind of way if my leg is not, you know, acting right in the thigh sling or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like just yep. the ability to just go with it and not sure. make me feel humiliated. Exactly. Because let me tell you something. If I gave you access before and then I see that, automatically revoked. Yes. Like, I, I, there's no room for, <laughs> for me to yes. be like, okay, well, yeah, well, maybe, I don't know. Uh-uh, yep. Sorry. No. Yes. Try again. Exactly. Like, this is, I, there, there's no games being played here okay yeah, access <laughs> denied right Listen, <laughs> yes that's why I like it it's it's really kind of along the same lines as uh with consent mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. access denied like you know what I'm saying like it's almost like to me like having like a common being on the same page as it relates to access intimacy like if we're not there, we're not even going to get to a conversation about consent and boundaries because access denied, like, no, we're not even there. Right. So access intimacy is really kind of that like beginning stage. It is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't want someone who will shy away from some of the challenges in a sexual encounter you know what I mean that for example if you have you know a weak bladder which most of us do a lot of us do and it's happened to me before I'm like oh my god this is fantastic but I gotta go I gotta stop here you know what I mean you don't (laughs) want the person to to like feel sorry for you like this quote says like you don't want to for them to be resentful and like oh each time we do this or I'm yes her she's you know or you don't want any sort, and I love the word intimidation. You don't want to feel intimidated by mm-hmm. saying, you know what, I got to stop, got to go to the restroom. And you don't want to feel humiliated for the things that we don't have control over that, that are happening to our bodies. So absolutely. Or even if it just comes down to it, say you feel comfortable and they feel comfortable you know I gotta go you want to be sprinkled on right now listen like, I, I swear to you I, I, was gonna I mean say hey that. Yes, <laughs> if that's right. what it is right now and we're both listen. at this level of comfortability like yes. it can be game on if you, if you right. Right. <laughs> so true yes or yeah like my bladder is being 
weird today and I couldn't hold it and whatever. I like, okay, let's go with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, don't yeah. make me feel bad about it. Let's just, oh, okay. Is this what we're doing today? Right. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's, that's access intimacy to me. Like somebody who mm-hmm. can just yes. go with it. Yep. And you're just not going to make me feel like shit. Because mm-hmm. I already do. I mean, how are you not? Even if you're yeah. in a situation with somebody you completely trust and, you know, whatever. You're, who likes that? Just another reminder that, you know, shitty MS is doing her thing. But yeah, somebody has, my intimate partner needs to be able to go with the flow. Yes. I would say that's one of my access needs. You I like that. I'm going to add it to mine too. Yeah. Flow. <laughs> yeah, literally. There you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I know. I feel, feel like I need to have Somebody gain access to me right now. <laughs> Dawn. <laughs> well, you know who that person right. is. I'm not going to say it's uh, anybody. It's just yeah. the one person yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have a question yeah. for you, ladies. Uh-huh. We're talking about um, intimate relationships mm-hmm. and um, intimate access. Is it easy for you guys to be open to receive you just spoke on receiving how does that show up for you guys wow that's that's a loaded question so (laughs) i I, i'll take it first and uh is it easy to receive no yeah it is not because of my personality me being such a giver and and like a nurturer, I always want to give. I always want to nurture. And sometimes it's hard to take a back seat and just mm-hmm. receive. Um, and I can add one more portion or piece mm-hmm. to that. It's hard for me to, I have fear. And mm-hmm. when I am receiving, I have fear because I don't know if, and this is something I'm working, I'm still working on this, to be honest with the, with the both of you. Like, this is not like overnight. I don't, I don't know if I trust myself sometimes. Are you only talking about in a sexual situation or an intimate, like se- sexual, intimate, sexual? Um, it, can, it can be anything, but you're, you're shining a light on exactly um, what I was going to say next. But yeah, I, I hear you. And I think the fear stems from like, trust like like I was saying like do I trust myself Mm -hmm. to make the right decision do I trust this person to Mm -hmm. make the right decision as well like as it pertains Mm -hmm. to my well-being whether it's in a medical or you know intimate uh, romantic partnership for me yes I am 100% good and okay with receiving absolutely I say that with no qualms. You know, I think in general, I'm a pretty, um, nurturing is not the right word because I don't view myself that way. However, I like to be in control of a situation. Mm -hmm. And so I have no problem telling somebody what I need and what I want and just having it be established that this is the Dana show 
Yes, I love it. You know, I, I mean, <laughs> really, like, let's just be right. Like, let, like, that's just what this is. This is what I want. This is what I need. And this is what we're going to do. You know, I don't have, you know, I think I've just have come to a place in my life where I realize like I can do that. I'm in control of this situation. Mm -hmm. And if Mm -hmm. you're not with it, then access denied. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So yeah. Yeah. What about you, Kiana? I will say I can totally um, feel where Dawn was coming from because there was a point in time where I, I was the same way. And for me, it might have been that I was afraid of like what that might mean if I was wrong about someone, mm. wrong about like the the trust I might put in somebody and yes. then realize that I can't trust them. And that shit sucks, you know? Yes. Um, and then it's like, okay, well then what, what do I do then? So that it makes you hesitant to be open. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm more so in a place of like, you know, I hell this shit is just it's about me as much as it is about you I'm very much a giver but I love the fuck out of myself and I want to experience pleasure I have so much shit going on in my life especially with this mess I deserve every ounce of this fucking pleasure so I want it and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is that I want and if I don't really know I'm gonna experiment with myself and have an intimacy time with myself (laughs) and and figure it out so I can explain it to you if and when the time comes so it's I I try to look at it um as a place of like adventure you know for myself so I can get to that place where where Dana's at yeah more so I feel that that growing inside of myself um where I can I can do both I can receive because and receive and give because I really like to give too like that shit turns me on just as much yeah absolutely (laughs) absolutely but and the thing though like I want to say that, you know what, I feel like I'm feeling pretty giving today. So this is what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? It's a thing of control. Like, I'm really looking forward to talking to Mistress Magenta um, in a few weeks, because I really feel like control is a thing. And, you know, having MS, you know, I've had MS for 16 years, like, when you have it, I, and it doesn't matter how long you've had it, you lose control. Like MS takes over your body. It does, mm-hmm. period. And if I can be in a situation where I am in 100% control, I relish that shit. Mm-hmm. Like See, I am going to take advantage of it. And I, like you, I, I have a control like problem, I think, but not mm-hmm. like you, but I, I have not problem, but I am like a control freak. I like to... Mm-hmm. Well, for sure. And with MS, I've lost all control, you know? Mm-hmm. And so with, to your question, Kiana, like, am I able to receive? No, I'm not. Also, because it, when I receive, I'm vulnerable. I'm open. Mm-hmm. I'm losing control. I don't good like point. that feeling. And so That's I'm working, a good point. I'm working on it. I'm working yeah. on it. Yeah. If he's, if he's listening, I'm working on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, no, that's again, a really good I, point. Again, I think that's just like, it's a fear of like, well, what does that vulnerability mean in this particular yes. situation? And, and going into that trust like you were talking about before. And to piggyback off of Dana about what you were saying about, you know, being in control, mm-hmm. um, about how that gives you so much gratification. Um, but it also, for the people who might have partners that um, 
have a you know a disability or a chronic illness mm-hmm. um when you give like we were talking about before when you're giving somebody agency to um agency and making them feel held and heard mm-hmm. and, and and cared for and all of those good things when you're in those intimate moments and they're comfortable with uh receiving and giving mm-hmm. then that is also a place for them to show so much gratitude to you yeah, <laughs> when yes. they're con- when they're controlling yes. the show so it's like I think some people might feel like they're on the the end that's more of like the uh, supporter uh-huh. that they might be coming up short because they're, yes. they're giving out so much um and that's not necessarily the case because I don't think we we touched on that but yeah this is yes. a, a place where someone gets to give to you and show so much gratitude and pour into you and then you feel enabled by yourself if you're the person who's giving <clears throat> that gives you so much confidence so much strength in so many different ways and then it fortifies the relationship between you and that other person yes, yes. yeah 100 percent Wow. wow. This is so exciting. I love yeah. that, that we are diving into this topic and Kiana, you were just like the perfect starter for, oh, for thank this. you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. Intimacy. This is deep. It is. Yes. There's so many layers and I love it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> absolutely. And you know, people should not be afraid. You know, you talked about that before Kiana, like we like this topic needs to be normalized more Um, and not just like oh you know like you know the what did mistress magenta call it don when we uh, had our initial conversation with her like a vanilla type thing like no you know what i'm saying no this like don't be afraid to like go all the way there Mm -hmm. you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying like that's okay like yeah we owe that to ourselves mm-hmm. we've been stripped of just about every freaking thing i mm-hmm. want to yeah i want to curse but we really have like mm-hmm. we've been with and i'm talking about in terms of having this ms diagnosis we've been stripped of of you know independence some of us we've mm-hmm. been stripped of feeling and sensation mm-hmm. um stripped of everything finances house uh Mm -hmm. family relationships like there's so many pieces of this um this ms puzzle that gets Mm -hmm. taken away from us Mm -hmm. why not normalize intimacy why not normalize sexual intimacy why not talk about it why dance around the issue when we this is a part this is a part of our life right and like kiana said we're here to do these things you know what i mean we're here to communicate we're here to be with one another, to love, to experience. And you Why deserve not? it all. Yes. You yeah. deserve it all, period. Absolutely. That's just the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was great. Yeah. Thank you for being here, Kiana. We appreciate it. Thank you for, like I said, for, you know, jumpstarting the series, our, our second intimacy series. We really appreciate you being here. I'm so, so psyched to hear the rest of this. And thank you for having me on today. This is so fun. You are so welcome. So Kiana, where can people find you online? They can find me at kianarenee.com, K-E-Y-O-N-A-R-E-N-E-A. And um, on Instagram, I diagnosed.determined and then also kiana.renee on Instagram. So that's, uh, that's pretty much the, the core places where you can find me. Great. 
Thank you so much, Kiana. This was great. And um, yeah, would you consider coming back maybe mid-series? Yeah, yeah. Giving us Hell giving yeah. us some insight. <laughs> okay, that was perfect. That's all we needed to hear. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Well, you stay safe and stay healthy, Kiana, and uh we will talk to you soon. Okay, ladies. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Myelin and Melanin podcast. You can always find us on the web at myelinandmelanin.com, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at myelinmelanin. You can always subscribe to us on YouTube. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.